Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Simple Pin Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about how Pinterest uses AI. I feel like everywhere you turn these days, there is talk of AI infusing itself into every single platform. In fact, I was talking to my kids about how their English teacher said that they have this thing that can tell if it's AI. And then my friend Leslie posted on Facebook that he sent in a really well-written review that he actually wrote. And the company rejected it because they were like, we don't accept AI written reviews. So it has a whole lot of, I guess, newness to it, excitement to it, confusion around it, all the things. So I wanted to cover an episode about how Pinterest uses AI specifically. So is there a way that they, um, you know, add it to their like search engine? Is there a way that Basically, we can leverage it for our marketing. So I want to dive into that today. First, I want to say these two things before we get into the episode. One, don't forget to hit subscribe in your podcast. We definitely want to make sure that you get the most updated episodes of the Simple Pin podcast. And two, we are hosting exclusive offers for Black Friday and Cyber Monday only for those on our email list this year. They're so good. They are ones we have never done before. In fact, the idea for Black Friday came to me while I was driving. I was so excited. I voxered. I am so excited to share it with our community. So go to simplepinmedia.com slash newsletter to get on our newsletter now before Black Friday and Cyber Monday. We don't want you to miss them. So head over there now. You're listening to the Simple Pen Podcast, Pinterest for business advice that goes down smooth and easy. Here's your host, Kate All. Alrighty, back to artificial intelligence. All right, so just recently, Jeremy King, who is the Pinterest chief technology offer officer, not offer, chief technology officer was interviewed in an episode of me, myself and AI, the podcast, we will link it below in the show notes. And it was specifically to discuss how AI is being used within Pinterest. There were some really cool takeaways from this episode that we found super interesting. So we want to call those out here. And then the second half of the episode, I want to talk about like how you can use AI in your marketing to help you. Maybe just some quick tips. I believe we also have a YouTube episode about this. So you can go check out our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash simplepinmedia. Okay, from this interview, here are five key highlights we took away. Number one, he says that AI has played a large role at Pinterest basically since the beginning. So nearly everything the platform does touches its machine learning system. So it's already integrated even before this whole buzz about AI has happened into user recommendations and personalization. He says out of the company's 1,400 engineers, 350 of them are focused on machine learning. So what this means is 
It is basically taking all the key indicators, which are things like saves or close-ups or clicks, and saying, aha, you think this is really important. We're going to share more of it with you. And I want you to note that it's not based around a follower number or how popular the particular profile is. It's the standalone pin that really does a lot of the heavy lifting. Now, the other lifting is going to come from board names, board descriptions, and where it's housed. But AI is essentially looking and saying, we want to be a platform where when people open up the app, they see exactly what they're interested in not things that feel like they're super far out in left field. So it's really important to note that I have, I agree with him. I have seen this in Pinterest from the beginning, really to when they switched to the smart feed in 2014. It has been all about how to make this whole feed smart. So the second thing he said is that Pinterest utilizes smart graph technology to enhance user experience. So what this means is that the system involves building large networks of related images. So each pin added to a board becomes a node on the graph, allowing for increasingly efficient searches on corresponding items. So it sounds like some really big words, but I think what they're saying here is that each pin added to a board is a marker, like a marker to say like, okay, this is what this is about. This is what this is about. So if you picture this huge whiteboard, they're like, okay, we've got all these buckets, say of food, and we see this food pin and it's about vegan breakfast muffins. Okay, it's on this particular board, dot it. That's really important. We can then pull from it and show people what who are interested in vegan foods this particular recipe. The third highlight was engagement is currently top of mind. Okay, this is cool. Um, They say as their monthly average users, you will see this like called MAUs. They are growing and they say Gen Z especially. Pinterest is placing more and more emphasis on increasing user engagement. So the platform's state-of-the-art machine learning and interconnecting data sets are playing a large role in driving engagement growth. So again, we're getting back to engagement metrics. We're not getting necessarily to outbound clicks, but we're looking at saves. We're looking at close-ups. Those are things that say there is a future in this pin. So what I mean by that is, let's say I go onto Pinterest and I open it up and I do a search and I see that there's so many things I want to remember. So I'm gonna save them to my boards for later because I don't know if I'm gonna be able to take action on it right now, or I have a future project in mind. So let's say it's decorating your dorm room, or it is getting ready for college, or it is meal planning. These events don't take place necessarily in the moment, but they're future focused. So the AI is saying, We're looking at all the engagement that's happening and we see all these users using Pinterest all the time. And we want to use these as indicators for future involvement or future pins we can show to people so that we can bring them back in and keep them coming back to engage with pins again and again. It's really cool. And it's the number one reason we say saves is a metric you absolutely should be paying attention to when it comes to your Pinterest marketing. 
The fourth one is growth in engagement and interaction can lead to increased sales. So he says Pinterest is putting great effort into enhancing shoppable features and bringing more interactive user experiences to the platform. They said last year we built AR Try On, which allows you to try on makeup. And what we're seeing again, while it doesn't get a ton of usage, the people that do use it are 60% more likely to buy something. It's amazingly engaging when people actually get there. Okay, so Pinterest built this thing where you can go to the search bar and you can look at the Pinterest app. I'm doing it right now, actually, while I'm talking to you. You can look at the Pinterest app and you can click search and you can take a picture and to the right of the photo button is the thing that says try on with a little emoji face. So if I click on try on, I can take a picture of me and right below I can see a lipstick. So if I take a picture, I can see what it looks like, and then I can save it. I did not want to save it because it caught me midway. And then I can scroll through all the colors. And then underneath it will list for me the exact brand that I could buy with this particular lipstick. So he's saying, hey, it doesn't get a lot of engagement. Like it is weird to try on makeup on your phone, right? Like you just don't know if that's going to work. But people who do it they're 60% more likely to buy something. That's pretty cool. I have yet to figure out how, if these are just big brands who are getting access to this. Like, obviously, I see NYX. Um, I see Bobby Brown. So again, I don't know how you get access to that as a brand. So if you're a small seller who does makeup, might be something to research to see how you could get access to AR try-on. The other thing he said is that Pinterest is putting great effort into enhancing shoppable features. We saw this in Pinterest Presents. So there is actually a podcast we did as a recap of Pinterest Presents. And they talked a lot about utilizing, especially lifestyle photos that they're going to help people facilitate. And I believe it might be only an ad element. Like you can only get it if you run ads. But here's what I thought was cool is they said, okay, we know that um, we've added all these shoppable features like verified merchant program, we have third party integrations. But now what we're going to do is we are going to help people level up their images, because it's not enough just to do a product image. We know that lifestyle images convert at a higher rate. So they're going to have this AI feature that will put your product in an image, let's say it's on a bathroom counter, And then you'll be able to pin that and people will see it and it looks like it's lifestyle that hasn't yet rolled out. But that's something that they announced there. Okay, the last thing he said in this interview was that Pinterest thrives on users who don't know what they want. Unlike other platforms or retailers where users have a specific product or concept in mind, Pinterest really serves those who are looking for ideas and inspiration, which often grow into a desire for a specific product. AI and machine learning play a large role in providing accurate recommendations for the user that doesn't know exactly what they're looking for. I did a podcast uh, probably about three months ago with a guy named Barry Hot, and he said in there, which I thought was so great, high intent and low intent. Pinterest users have high intent and low intent, which that means is if I'm looking for the perfect spa bathroom that I want to build, if I'm shown a candle If I'm shown like a birch 
shower stool or something like that. I don't think you can have a birch shower stool, but whatever. Shower stool that's beautiful. Even though my high intent is I'm looking to build the spa bathroom, my low intent is the candle, which is at the very end of the process. But now they've piqued my interest or this stool or whatever it might be or a bathrobe. So Pinterest is not only looking to serve up exactly what you want, but they're looking to give you more ideas and inspiration. I hear from more and more people who are moving away from traditional social media onto Pinterest saying, here's what I love about Pinterest is that I'm searching for an idea and I find so many other great ideas. Sure, I might not act on all of them or I might not buy them, but I know that this environment is starting to understand what I like and what I don't like. And I get to curate that perfect smart feed. And that's what Pinterest wants. It doesn't want you to open up the platform and feel confused or feel like you have 175 ideas thrown at you. They're really taking advantage of machine learning to look at the indicators, like I said, the saves, the close-ups, the engagement to serve up the user more of those things. So even though Pinterest is a great traffic driver, the whole way the platform works is that it drives people off the platform. Don't forget to look at these engagement indicators because the AI is leveraging those tools to be able to find more customers for you. Okay, let's take a quick leap into how you can use AI in your marketing. There are a couple tools. We know that Tailwind has something called a ghostwriter. We also have a product too about how to use chat GPT prompts to drive board descriptions, pin descriptions, all of that. And so you can look for these tools that will help writing on Pinterest a little bit easier. I haven't played around with image AI. I know there's a lot you could do with that. But honestly, a lot of the image AI I've seen seems more like animation like. But I again, I'm not experienced in that. So I couldn't even offer any recommendations. But I know that Canva is building some AI into their image tools. So you could check that out as well. I think the important thing is not to lose in the AI discovery your core, I guess, identity, your core writing, the core of who you are. And I think that's what a lot of people who are worried about AI are worried that it is going to take over and take over the creativity. And I think there's a lot of ways that it can enhance creativity. And for sure, it can take away creativity if we let it. Alrighty, that's all I have for today. If you would do me a favor, take 30 seconds and leave a review for the Simple Pin Podcast. If you have listened to four or five or more episodes, we would love your feedback. So go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, hit the five stars, write your review. And then on Spotify, you just hit the five stars. You can't leave a review over there. So it's just on the Apple Podcasts. And don't forget, sign up for our email list for exclusive Black Friday Cyber Monday offers at simplepinmedia.com slash newsletter. Thanks so much for listening.